Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You walk with me, praise God, and we'll evangelize inland China. We'll do it. He realized a little something about the authority and the power that we're not just left here in the clutches of hopelessness and helplessness in an hour like this. Are there any Christians on board? Christians have the ability to change things. Hallelujah to Jesus. Because you see, they are to reign as kings in the realm of life by Jesus Christ. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Reigning in Life as Kings, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I was talking about Hudson Taylor. He was returning to China on a sailing vessel in his day. That's what they had as a main mode of travel. They were going through the Yellow Sea. It was in this section where the seven winds come at eventide. Remember, it's a sailing vessel. But from a certain hour in the day until evening, there is no wind, none whatever. One afternoon, the captain said to Mr. Taylor, take this and handed him the binoculars. And he took them and looked. He could see they were nearing land. And so the captain said, the worst pirates in all this awful section of the ocean are there. Our vessel's in the clutches of the tide, and in three hours we'll strike the rocks, and there is no hope, because it's not time for the wind. Well, Mr. Hudson said, are you a Christian? I think that's what we forget sometimes, that we're a Christian, that we're to reign in life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not just float with the tide. And so uh, the, the captain said to Mr. Hudson, I am. He said, are there any other Christians here? He said, yes, the cook and the carpenter and another man are Christians. And so Mr. Taylor said, call them, let's go and pray. Well, he got these five or six and they went to, to pray. And while they were praying, they heard the command being given on board. And so they rushed to see what it's all about. And they could see the wind breaking on the sea of glass. And the, the sails, you see, began to be filled with wind three hours before nature would have sent it. Just never happened. Never happened. But you see, because he began to realize actually God had spoken to him over there in England. You walk with me, praise God, and we'll evangelize inland China. We'll do it. He realized a little something about the authority and the power that we're not just left here in the clutches of hopelessness and helplessness in an hour like this. Are there any Christians on board? Christians have the ability to change things. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Because you see, they are to reign as kings in the realm of life by Jesus Christ. But too many times even Christendom have an inferiority, I call it a spiritual inferiority complex. And uh, that, that makes men seek God. And in the world, men have that kind of a complex. I'm talking about outside Christian. They seek God and they create religions and they create priesthoods 
But Jesus is our high priest, and we're all kings and priests unto him, the Bible said. And all of that is a relic of the fall. It's a relic of the fall, of Adam's fall and sin. And it comes because man is conscious that once somewhere he had power, he had dominion, and he galls under it. Like a mighty athlete, we've seen them, that feels his strength leaving him until by and by he becomes helpless as a little child. Every man has within him, my friend, the entire history of every man. That cry of agony of the athlete, that cry of agony of the man that once had physical and mental health and strength is the cry of universal man crying for the lost authority and dominion that he once enjoyed. He seeks through rights a new birth, a recreation that does not come. In the world, how many lodges and secret societies have a right, a symbol of the new birth? Now, I cannot mention them, but you look back. You are initiated into such and such an organization. I can name four that have a new birth right. That something is there in the heart of every man. Every religion has some kind of recreation. Now why? Well, because every man, every man has a consciousness. I'm speaking of men who think now. Has a consciousness. Down in them, there is something that cries out against death, against sickness, against sorrow, against defeat against failure. There's something that rebels against the bondage of fear and that cries for rebirth, a recreation that will give them dominion and mastery over the forces that have held them in bondage. And our redemption, hallelujah, is God's answer to this universal hunger in the heart of every man. Hallelujah. And I'm thinking of Ephesians 1, 7 right now. It said, in whom we have our redemption. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Now, in our lesson yesterday, we saw God's hunger creating man. Now you see man's hunger bringing God to recreate him. Can't you understand it? That the hunger in the heart of God drove him, forced him, until he spoke a world into being for the home of his love project, man. It has driven him to create universes, to hold this world by the law of attraction and make it a safe place for man. Then came man's fall. He lost his standing. He became a slave. He became a subject to Satan. That's what he was talking about. By one man's offense, death reigned. 
spiritual death. Spiritual life is the nature and the life of God. Spiritual death is the nature and the life of Satan reigned upon the earth and over man. Then this universal cry went up until the very heart of God bled for this broken human. Then he made provision whereby this man that he had created and had sinned and if you will please had decreated the spirit of man when he entered into spiritual death you've got the reverse of the new birth. God said to Adam in the day thou eatest thereof talking about the forbidden fruit thou shalt surely die not talking about physical death. Adam didn't die for 930 years. He didn't die that day. But you see, spiritual death entered into his spirit. And his spirit underwent a change. Now, instead of having the life of God in his spirit, he's got the nature of the devil in his spirit. Remember what Jesus said? John's Gospel, the 8th chapter, and 44th verse, to the Pharisees, the very strictest sect of the Jewish religion, ye are of your father the devil, and his works you'll do. He said he was a liar from the beginning. Remember what John said? We read it yesterday in the first epistle of John. He that hateth his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Jesus, back in 8th chapter John, said two things about the devil, that he was a murderer and a liar from the beginning. And hatred is murder. Hatred and lying are the two characteristic cornerstone sins of humanity. He didn't have it to begin with. God didn't make him with hatred, didn't make him with a lying spirit. He got that when his spirit, you see, you got the, the new birth in reverse, when his spirit was of the devil. But now then, you see, that spirit can be reborn and have the life and the nature of God in it. Praise God. And the nature of God is love, so the hatred is displaced with love. We know we pass some death unto life because we love the brethren. Hallelujah to Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. Now then, so the provision has been made that this man that he had created this man that God had created, this man that had sinned, this man who had, if that's a good word, decreated, might come back into fellowship with him on a higher, on a holier sort than he lost at the beginning. So now then, let's go back to this scripture, Romans 5, 17. We're ready for it now. All of that was getting us ready for it. For if by the trespass of one death reigned as king, you could almost say Satan reigned as king. Through the one, much more shall they who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign as kings. In the realm of life, that's the way you must translate it, reign as kings in the realm of life through Jesus Christ. So you see, that verse is just simply saying this, sum it up in these words, that by the new birth, you have passed out of Satan's dominion and Satan's power 
and you've come into God's dominion. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, You Can Be Successful Offer. In this offer, there is the book, Create the World You Want to See by Ken Hagen, and the three-CD set, If I Can, You Can by Lynette Hagen. We're featuring one of the CDs in this 3D set. All this for the special price of $19.95. That's over $10 savings off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, don't forget, you know, we have Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City. Right. That's 8921 Northwest Expressway. We meet every Sunday night at 6 p.m. And then, of course, Rama Bible Church here in Broken Era. Yeah, and, and our, here from the campus here in Broken Era, they're live streamed every Sunday at 10. Yes. And every Sunday night at 6, 6 p.m. And every Wednesday at 7 p.m., the yes. hour of power. You can watch us there at rhema.tv. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer. You can be successful offer at the special price of $19.95. Call today, toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.